0: In this episode, we discuss Catherine Heigl's most honestly named film, One for the Money. And before we start, a reminder for New York area fans, come see our screening of Quiet Cool with live commentary this coming Friday, June 8th at 92Y Tribeca. More details on the website, www.flophousepodcast.com. welcome to the flop house i'm dan mccoy i'm Stuart wellington and
1: who's this over here with you guys it's ellie it? kalen oh uh, knock knock who's there
0: they gotta identified himself Kalin.
1: how did you know
2: uh you bring a wire ellie LA, <laughs> LA with two t's right yeah you better believe it okay if what happens if i do one t uh you the other t is your tombstone
1: <laughs>
0: okay. cross can i get pepperoni grade? and cheese on it or? <laughs> yes <laughs> Okay, Dan, it's what do you The man
1: with the pizza-shaped T.
0: Uh let me yeah, let me reset as they say in the radio business. What uh, are we starting over? This is a <laughs> I don't show. I understand. Uh show that you listen to through your ear holes. So what do we do on this show, Dan?
2: <laughs> so wait. People aren't watching us right no.
0: now. No, so take I thought we pants made off. like
2: a hundred of these videos, and your, people yeah, In your case, it. put your pants back on.
0: All of the hilarious visual gags you're doing right now are uh, lost to the sands of time.
2: <laughs> oh, good one!
0: I'll take off these wacky glasses. Mm-hmm. I like those. Uh, this is a show where we watch a movie, probably a bad movie, Almost and then always. we discuss it. Spoiler afterwards. Alert. And what's the name of this show? It's called the Flop House Podcast. It's that's a pun. On the idea of a flop and also the concept of a flop house, which is where uh Like I, cowboys I, like, and shit would go hang well, out. Well, I mean like uh, drunks. <laughs> it's where cowboys would times. hang out and also
1: shit. <laughs> it's a house where shit hangs out.
0: <laughs> it's more like it's it's the old the old version of a crack house. Okay. Well, that's not entirely accurate. Well, yeah, I mean, they all. were legal, right? All right history. Man. A flop
1: house is more like a halfway house. <laughs> oh,
2: for for
1: crack addicts. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> a for old timey crack addicts. <laughs> you're going addicts. the other direction. That's crack spelled other... with
0: a uh, Q U E at the end. <laughs> yeah, and then an E at the end. Yeah. 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 Uh, by the way, apologies if there's any ambient noise. Uh, it's it's we're it's all on ambient right now. Summer has uh, come upon uh, New York City very quickly. It's a hot time. Summer in the city on uh-huh. the back
1: of my neck. It's not gritty, I'd say, but it's, no,
0: yeah, that's, that'd be weird. I think, um, but the yeah, windows it's raining, are like... wide open. It's raining. Uh, I have not put the air conditioner in, just to set the stage, a little ambience. And also, ambience. I'm, I'm walking in the snow. <laughs>
2: And there's a crackling fire.
1: Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Oh, crinkle. Yeah, and wait over there, guys. And there's,
2: the wolf. There's a there's a uh, there's a flop house house cat over there, right?
0: Get it? Row. That's hilarious, <laughs> What's right? That house cat <laughs> doing so far in the woods. Yeah,
2: I can do sound effects.
0: It's a house cat. I mean, specifically, it's in the name. Yeah, it's not a wild it should cat.
2: Not be well, in the that woods. the
1: house cat though is a wild cat.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh, moving on. We all, we all just did some sound effects, guys. Yeah, that so we've warmed up. <laughs> yeah, high five. <laughs> that's free. Woo! Now you got
1: to pay for it. Um, uh, to actually, to get the, you may, uh, Dave, you heard the sound effect of Stuart and Dan high fiving. It's actually the sound of a man punching a side of beef. <laughs> that's how they
0: make that sound on the yep. radio. That's some uh, Flophouse Foley magic. Yep, Dave Foley magic. <laughs> mm hmm. He's over in the corner drinking sadly to himself. And doing close up magic drinks. <laughs> I didn't know that was something that Dave Foley was known for. All you need
1: is a pack of cards and one coin, entertain for hours. Okay. Well, uh, we watched a movie tonight. What's called- amazing
0: is he can entertain himself because he's so drunk he forgets the tricks. <laughs>
1: He doesn't know how they're done. Even as he's a man, doing
0: them. a man who is a great comedy hero of mine, mine too, that's been destroyed now. Yeah, well, I know well, it's destroyed. We should. Well, just, we shouldn't laugh. He's was it like through gaslighting or something? Or
2: yeah, yeah. If someone wanted to steal his jewels, Kevin McDonald.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we can only assume Kevin McDonald. McDonald
0: wanted to steal Dave Foley's jewels. Um, so we watched a movie tonight. <laughs> it was called One for the Money with Catherine Heigl. I've never heard right of rated R. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> thanks, was it rated thanks, R? Thanks, I don't think so. It's a movie
1: phone guy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, probably not. PG thirteen. There was a scene where. Catherine Heigl clutched her arm in front of her uh, naked. You breasts. saw her naked side, mm-hmm. side boob, but side I think that's... butt and boob. Okay, so I, uh,
1: mark that down, Mister Skin, if you're listening at home, <laughs> Mister Reginald Skin.
0: <laughs> you better believe that Mister Mister Reginald Skin MD. bought one for the money on Blu-ray Dr. when it came skin.
1: out. <laughs> Please, that's Doctor Skin.
0: I didn't go uh, to skin school for out. six <laughs> years to be Wait, called Mister. Is
2: a degree in skin? <laughs> you, don't, you don't think Mister Skin got Is a, a screener for this? I mean, I, I'm
0: sure he did. At this you know, point, because an he's an academy, an, he's an academy yeah, voter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's got an academy screener. By the way, so. do you know that the reason uh, that Mr. Skin can operate is that technically he's a review site? That's why he can put up all that uh, material, that copyrighted material, is because he he's nominally a review site. So he can rev- quote-unquote review the movie while showing clips from he's it. He's reviewing nudity. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that's why he, he's not in trouble with copyright. That's why the fathers put that
2: Listeners at home, Elliot and I have completely non-shocked expressions yeah, on we our faces. Are in no way! I just
0: think that's an interesting fact. I think that's an interesting How way is to it skirt to our copyright our movie law. How's it related? Well, it's related in that that's probably the same reason I can put posters up on the Flop House site without getting because
2: uh, we're nominally a review site, yeah. but actually a, a boob site. It's yeah, more actually, of like we're <laughs>
0: just we're just people just. It's more of up. a sound effects uh, site. <laughs> <sorry. laughs> Oh, blah, oh. Blah, blah. Oh, it's misty on the moors ding, tonight. Ding,
1: ding, 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 and we're on ding. a night like this
2: on the docks on the moors. That's not even a sound effect.
1: <laughs> caw, caw, caw. <laughs> oh, you, you bagged yourself a wolf, Batross. <laughs> like a seabird that's also a wolf. Did we paint an ear
0: picture for you guys? We, we painted a we did. picture of an ear.
1: Yeah. So, One for the Money, starring Catherine Heigl a huge cast. Fisher Stevens, John Leguizamo. <laughs> Don't get
0: attached to Fisher Stevens, <laughs> uh, um, uh, Jason Mara of Sherry the Shepherd. failed uh, television shows Terra Nova and Life on Mars. Yeah, uh, I think and related to uh, Rooney Mara, right? I hope so. David, Dev, right, De- in David us. <laughs> right in and David Kalen, right in.
1: Debbie Reynolds.
2: Now this, Debbie Reynolds. Oh,
1: how could I forget? The biggest star in the movie the is Debbie star, Reynolds. star, yeah. Uh, this movie is based on the first of the Stephanie The Plung. guy who played
2: Jimmy Barrett on Mad Men,
1: yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah. Based on the first of the Stephanie Plum novels by Janet Ivanovich, this series is a particular favorite of my mother, or was for a while. There's 23 of them now, yeah. and I think my mom got tired around 16 or 18.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, that reminds me of uh, like the Sue Grafton uh, mysteries, where she set out, you know, like the alphabet uh, uh, mystery novels, and it's like, okay, well, there's going to be 26 of these. I am going to check out around in maybe. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. when well, she like, got lazy his... after
1: a while. I think V was for the letter V. <laughs> <laughs> w is X was is for xylophone, which is weird. <laughs> w is for whatever, something mystery related, <laughs> by Sue Grafton. <laughs> <laughs> but you, this you make up the rest. But this is a series about uh Stephanie Plum, who is a young woman down on her luck. She doesn't have a
0: job. She's in danger of losing her apartment. I don't understand how she can be so down on her luck when she owns the patent to plums. That's the weird thing.
1: Moving like, along. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you look to your right, you'll see a stupid joke. Moving along. Uh so, so
2: wait. Our character is Stephanie Plum. Is that she we we learned that she is divorced. Mm-hmm. She's divorced. Is that last the name daughter of from the Plum? Is that last name her God. is that her original last name or is that If we didn't need you to do the tech, Dan? <laughs> God, is I, that last name from her ex husband? I don't remember. I'm only wondering because I don't she think has so. this large very boisterous, very loud, vocal... You're saying Italian. Italian family, yes. <laughs>
1: it's New Jersey... And Plum doesn't sound... Unless... Maybe I it mean, was Plumolino before they came yep. to Ellis Island, Whereas mm-hmm. it was known before it came to Ellis Island, Ellis Island Alini.
2: Okay. Uh, they changed Plumari. the name of Ellis Island at Ellis Island. Okay, so wait, we're just going to come up with variations <laughs> on the name Plum, <laughs> on how to Italianize yeah. it up? Plumariti. Okay. Plumariti. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't remember. So let's go on.
1: She's a new But you
2: you read this book, right? I
1: read this book years ago because my mom was a big fan of it and she was like you should read this, you'd enjoy mm-hmm. it. And was and Elliot I, loves and there a, was there a mom. sexy
2: babe on the cover or? No,
1: this this is one of those series where the title is just in big letters on the cover. Mm-hmm. So it just says Janet Ivanovich Won for the Money. There's no illustration. Now I'm sure on the book there's probably because Janet of Gavin Ivanovich
0: Gavin is the selling point in that yes. scenario. Yes. Yes. Just yeah, like James Patterson, Heigl and like also numbers.
1: holding a pair of handcuffs, <laughs> handcuffs or over her butt. Yeah, like in the poster, because uh, she's going to handcuff her butt. I guess.
0: <laughs> that seems like a bad two idea. Two cuffs, two butt cheeks. That's how it works out. That's math, Stu. Okay, let's go. On. <laughs> let's
1: move on. Moving on. Uh, so she's a down on her luck woman. She's divorced. <laughs> got more
0: plum material. you want to hear that? <laughs>
1: she's out of work. She's about to lose her apartment and her car gets towed. She's got this boisterous family that's trying to set her up with a schlubby guy who's not a bad guy. And she's got a crazy, wacky grandma nice. played by Hollywood legend Debbie Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Who you may remember from the best Hollywood musical ever, Singing in the Rain.
2: She, I mean, she hams it up a little bit. In this she hams it up a lot.
1: This is a movie where... Uh, and I,
2: don't, I think the director was frightened to tell her to tone it down. Well,
1: yeah, she had a loaded gun in one scene. So she's just <laughs> no. waving around. There is one dinner scene where Debbie Reynolds' character is just waving a loaded gun around that she's found in Catherine Heigl's bag. People seem
0: very unconcerned.
1: They, they're, like, Ma, they're like, put it down, Ma. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ma, put it down. But they're not frightened, as they should be, because she shoots a turkey and meat goes everywhere, which leads to the one good line in the whole movie, which is... Uh, Spoiler alert. I guess there's more than one. There's a couple good lines. But the best line, which is... Uh, The guy they're trying to set her up with, turkey flies everywhere, all over him, and he's wiping his glasses off, and he goes, it's like fireworks made of meat. (laughs) Yeah. Great line. There you go. Uh, But anyway. Money
2: in the bank. So you guys probably, we should probably pause for a minute for our listeners to totally crack up, Mm -hmm. because that was hilarious. anyway. (laughs) Just sew their sides back together, because they have split. (laughs) They're going to want
1: to ice their knees after they slap them so much. (laughs)
2: Adjust their wigs, because they've just been flipped off. Oh, wait, no, that's (laughs) a surprise.
1: Yes. And gather up their socks, because they have been knocked off. And so... She decides she's going to go into business with her cousin Vinny, who is a bail bondsman. And the well, line, the My Cousin
0: Vinny, is actually said at one point. Yeah,
1: but it's not, the, like, it's not
2: Joe Pesci from My
1: Cousin Vinny. No. It's actually... So cool down. Who plays it? It's the
2: guy who plays Jimmy Barrett on Mad Men. I don't remember.
1: And he was in Lost, I think. Irritating comedian Jimmy Barrett from Mad Men. You may remember him as the Utz Nuts guy whose mm-hmm. wife, Bobby, uh, Don Draper, attacked the vagina of with his hands in a restaurant. Attacked the <laughs> vagina of? Yeah, he like was, the vagina was coming towards well, he, him? Well, to threaten her, he like grabbed her vagina really hard. Oh, really? You remember that episode?
0: Oh, but mm-hmm. I mean, she was... I mean, they were in a, a carnal relationship, the two of them.
1: Yeah, but he did it. It wasn't out of lust. That was too I know, but it attacks her to the vagina. It sounds
0: him. like he's like got some nunchucks or something, and he's just whacking at it. I'm,
2: like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Go on, Dan. Oh, oh, keep I going! Keep talking. No, about no, it. You no! Should, I not Oh, interested in, uh, oh no, okay, Stuart's just, turned on by the
1: nunchucks part of this equation.
2: <laughs> now I'm Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> I'm not writing uh, erotic fanfic for you. You're, you should okay. write
1: erotic Ninja Turtle Mad Men <laughs> crossover fanfic
0: <laughs> between Bobby Barrett and Michelangelo. I finally
1: found my niche uh so she decides to become a bounty hunter for the for her cousin the bail bondsman okay. this is taken by everyone everyone is like it takes
2: first 10 minutes of the movie
1: the first 10 minutes of the movie but also like she just eases into this job of bounty hunter and when she tells people they're like a bounty hunter in the same way as if you, if i told people like i'm gonna try to become a model people would be like a model like they'd be kind of They'd I mean, be surprised, you know, I'd, but,
2: I'd, be in, like, I'd be down with it. Like I if, you could do it. But
1: if I told people I'm going to be a bounty hunter, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You're yeah. going to be killed.
0: You don't have a
2: ponytail. <laughs>
0: Your now, karate not, chops not, aren't strong enough. You're not sassy. You don't wear uh, cleavage-bearing tops. Yeah. You're not a dog okay. or has the name dog. Sure.
2: No, uh, I, it's right. She basically walks into the, the, what, the bail bondsman office yeah. and says, oh, I'm here for yeah. the filing job. And they're like, oh, yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. And she's like... Uh, you have another job? And they're like, oh, yeah, be a bounty hunter. And she's like, okay.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and that's
2: she- it. Case closed. <laughs> <She> did- <laughs> <laughs> if <That's- laughs> only, Dan. But it went on for another hour and roughly 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. she
1: gets, as her case, this guy uh, was named Borelli. Morelli. Morelli. Officer Morelli, like a yeah. cop who's been accused of murder and is on the run, also the man she lost her virginity to when she was 17, and then he didn't call her back, so she rammed him into in the leg with her car and broke it. But that's all water unter die Brücke, as the Germans would say. <laughs> uh,
2: that's correct, by the way.
1: <laughs> thank you. Uh where was
2: I? I was so busy figuring out. Uh, you would were think that, that, that this would be a uh, difficult first case for a
0: first-time bounty hunter, Yes, right? especially
1: since every other bounty hunter seems to be on this case because it's so difficult. Yet she
0: finds him Yeah, this is a Midnight Run-style uh, case where it's a high-profile, big reward case. A lot yeah, of people she's going to I mean, get 50, I'd have been up for buckaroos. it if, if
2: it was like a whole bunch of wacky bounty hunters all trying to catch this guy. Like Smoke and Aces?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, but like wackier. Like Empire Strikes Back? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Look, it doesn't get any wackier than a robot, a lizard man, a, a, a bug robot, and a re- another robot. A really thin and a robot.
0: And, <laughs> and, a, and a guy in a turban, right? And a guy wearing and one ace robot bandage, needs dirty eat. ace bandages all over his body. Yeah. Like a, like a space Anna, mummy. Wait, did, did
1: you... <laughs> That's what he... Dengar, the space mummy? Oh, man, if the, if the space mum's on your
2: trail. And a Boba Fett. Did he say Boba Fett? I didn't say Boba, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. He's too cool to make fun of.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want Boba Fett coming after you. Nope. No, because then you'll say,
2: "Boba
1: Fett, Boba Fett, where?" and you'll hit him with a pole and knock him into a <laughs> into a giant ground mouth.
0: <laughs> yeah. So a big a little sand vagina.
2: So, but she manages to find. <laughs> I was gonna go toothed anus, but I'm glad that you uh, <laughs> uh,
0: the you, you picture a vagina. Okay. It sounds
2: like
1: like if I was if you like a. So we're gonna talk
2: about the starlight (laughs) kids. I was
1: gonna say, like a teeth, tooth anus sounds like the name of like a punk in like an eighties teen comedy. (laughs) And there's our drummer, tooth anus. Yeah,
0: but he turns out to be an okay guy. Oh yeah, like everyone's just scared him for no reason.
1: Yeah, but it turns out at the end he's the guy who helps. His dad's like the chief of police or something, Mm -hmm. and he helps him get out of a jam.
0: Yeah, not a bad guy, tooth anus.
1: Uh, (laughs) From the desk of T. Anus. So anyway, Stephanie Plum manages to find Morelli very easily for a oh, guy yeah. that all the bounty hunters are after, but she, loses, First she loses him again. And so the rest of the movie, while she's looking for other bounties to get easy cash along the way, she is going she after She finds Morelli. like two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one is a naked man
0: who lives in her building. Yeah, a naked elderly man who had l- given her newspapers for her hamster cage before. So it feels kind of like a betrayal of trust for her to take him into the police. Yeah. I mean,
2: it, I don't think it's any different than her chasing down the guy who gave her the gift of losing her virginity, though. <laughs>
0: <That's true. laughs> gave her the gift of losing her virginity. <laughs>
2: um, that's what you that's think of gift. all
0: of the all of the all of the women you've despoiled in your time, Stuart. That's, that's one gift you, you can't return. Yep.
2: Uh, that's true. And I could have. I don't know about you guys. I could have used a really great montage of her just like catching crooks.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been like nice.
2: But like sassy, like hitting one with a baguette, choking <laughs> one with a choking <laughs> one with a submarine sandwich. Like
0: France to catch <laughs> the tri- it. Later all, like, These are all, these <laughs> are all like bread
2: based. Tripping a guy with a loaf of bread. <laughs>
1: I don't I think you think this movie was called Bread for the Money. It was not. It was called One for the Money. I don't know if she's some kind of bread-based superhero. Uh, I don't know. I think it works, though. The superheroine baguette. (laughs) Uh, Nice. She she takes down that and, like, a hillbilly-type... Uh, and along with the help of it, she's kind of taught the ropes of being a bounty hunter by handsome, hunky bounty hunter, Ranger.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who she said was like the Michelangelo, Mac- Michelangelo's David uh, dipped, dipped in, in chocolate or dipped something. Dipped in caramel. Caramel, yeah. And
1: packing heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Round, and he's ladies. basically he's there to set up a love triangle. Uh, yeah, and will I they, won't they? Because there's also Morelli. And the whole movie is basically them running around... Uh Catherine Heigl is trying to catch Morelli but then ends up getting caught up in trying to catch the man it looks like may have actually committed the murder.
0: Yeah, she has a little sympathy for him because there's still attraction there and she He's Skanks. got amazing blue eyes. Yeah. I'm not the Quinn. I'm not the
1: super cut. Like yeah. I said, he's
0: got abs like a ninja turtle. And, yeah. she, <laughs> and she doesn't want 100% believe that he's he's guilty. She just maybe a I mean she better. doesn't wanna believe it, Yeah, know? yeah,
1: she yeah, those eyes. How could they be guilty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh so but he might
2: be th- guilty but his body isn't. That's the thing. <laughs> if there was only a way where you could take his brain out of his body and just use his body for some kind of crazy carnal thing. Oh
1: but there is, Stuart. Okay. Follow me into the lab. The
2: <laughs> uh, man with no brains. Dr. Sexenstein
1: over here. <laughs> is that a funk musician? <laughs> I hope so. Uh so but so, along the way, Catherine Heigl site. starts racking up a pretty big body count. She leads to a lovable pothead getting thrown to his death mm-hmm. the fr- who's in... There are a couple likable characters who are in one scene and then get killed. The yeah, pothead, well, there were,
2: there were a bunch of characters who were, like, who just happened to be witnesses to the crime that yeah. Morelli committed, I guess. That Morelli was accused of committing. Yeah, and it seems like there's a lot of people there.
1: Yeah, for an, ab- for an abandoned building or wherever it was. Sure. There were, like, Somewhere 15 in people in that room. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, uh... So, People start dying. Sherry Shepard is a prostitute, part of a prostitute duo who know, who she goes to for information. Sherry Shepard gets totally beaten up and has to go to the hospital. Fisher Stevens appears for one scene and then gets blown up in a car bomb.
0: <laughs> yeah. The real cocktease when it comes to Fisher Stevens. Uh, we
1: saw his name in the credits and we were like, yes, Fisher Stevens. Doesn't appear till like the last third of the movie and then gets blowed up.
2: Yeah. Almost yeah. instantly. Spoiler we alert. We spent about ten minutes trying to come up with scenarios that he might have survived the explosion. <laughs> yeah. So for all you fish heads out there, don't even bother watching this movie. Yeah, for Mr. Skin, Fisher Stevens edition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, is that for when Fisher Stevens is naked in a movie?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Turtling, it's called.
1: <laughs> it's naked. Uh, and finally, we find out who did the whole thing after another couple people get killed. Uh, and should I reveal who it was? Yeah, sure, it doesn't matter. It turns out to be... <laughs> Uh boxing gym owner John Leguizamo. The pest? Yes, the pest. Uh the violator himself. Yep. In league with a mixed martial arts fighter named Ramirez. Mm-hmm. And in the end, uh Catherine Heigel is at gunpoint. She's being held at gunpoint, her and Morelli, in a meat truck in the middle of a swamp or something. And John Leguizamo is Holding them off, and then, like, what, does Morelli pretend to be sick? And John no, Leguizamo's no, like, Morelli
2: is handcuffed to something, yeah. Um, and then Catherine Heigel pretends to be sick, I guess. Oh, so, John Leguizamo's like, Okay, she's sick, I won't point my gun at her anymore.
1: <laughs> that's
0: probably what's making and her and sick. She's like, What's him? wrong,
1: honey? And like, she pushes him over and then shoots him in the chest like four times.
0: <laughs> Case closed
1: <laughs> for Damn. real.
2: And uh, Morelli, I guess, and they clear Morelli's name. I mean, she she was wearing a wire,
0: right? It's not a lethal weapon, two sort of thing.
2: I don't, I don't
1: she know w- if no, she was still wearing she, the
0: wire. She hands it over at the end to her like her friend that, as we were saying, looks like a cross between uh, Steve Buscemi and Will Arnett. She like she's like, oh, you know, like he's innocent by oh, the way. Right. But look, let him cool his heels. She's uh, friends for a with while. with
1: one of the policemen in Trenton. Yeah. Who? Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. She turns in the love interest for the bounty. But then it was like, oh, by the way, he's innocent, but uh, keep him in jail for a bit.
1: Yeah, because he's mad at me. And yeah, so she's I mean, got the job. Sherry Shepard gets a job. She got job to, ki- as a she file got to shoot a
2: guy. No, there's nothing on her. She and, got to kill yeah. a guy.
1: Well, because it's justified. She has to fill the paperwork. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
2: she got to hunt the most dangerous game. Leguizamo. <laughs> <laughs> no payback at all.
1: <laughs> she, she got yeah. She Although got to I'm hunt assuming... the most the most dangerous game of sexaholics. As <laughs> 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 a stage show that John Leguizamo did yeah, a while back. Yeah.
0: Uh, so the guys. most dangerous game a
1: pyromaniac love story <laughs> uh, and so case closed Stephanie Plum is off on her off she's got a new job as a bounty hunter and now it's time for more Stephanie Plum adventures so okay. we can expect 27 more movies in the yeah. series yeah, this, Except, was like, this
0: was a huge hit right <clears throat> it was so actually a huge not hit what's well, okay. the
1: opposite of a hit how mu- wait how much did this thing cost? It cost the budget of the film was about 40 million dollars okay. not counting marketing distribution So and it made like what forty million dollars?
0: What that is not on the screen. Well, a lot of it's
1: Catherine Heigl's. Catherine Heigl, Fisher Stevens. Does it come to you?
0: In this day and age, (laughs) Catherine Heigl is still uh, drawing down enough of a. It was
2: it was forty million, and it what took in like ten zillion uh, dollars. Eleven zillion.
1: According to Wikipedia, it made about twenty six million dollars in America.
2: Okay, and. But the, domestic, the international box office was huge. Right? Ten million dollars overseas.
0: That, so, that's just per country, right?
2: Uh, in the world, for every country, all
1: of them put together. Uh, they
0: didn't. They, I mean, they didn't <laughs> abroad. It was called, of course, Plum Finder of Lost Persons, <laughs> which was huge. I think it was called Lady Dick. <laughs>
2: I, I, I think if it was called Lady Dick, it would have made way more money. <laughs> uh, at least in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, it was not on. a success. And well, here's the thing.
1: Uh, Heigl's other movies usually cost in like twenty seven to thirty million dollar range. Right, right. So for a movie like this, that's a Catherine Heigl movie that also has like explosions and gunshots, I could see it why it would cost a little bit more. Forty million dollars. Well, Forty
0: million. That is a lot of money for what we just saw. Yeah, I mean, it's not last air.
2: They're also but. they're also paying for Leguizamo. Uh huh. I mean, he's not cheap. I don't think. Yeah, well, he's and he, they cheap-ish. had to pay for a Leguizamo stunt man to wear the squib vest or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Sean Leguizamo,
1: <laughs> <laughs> stuntman and Sean. They worked together in every movie. They and had a, to pay for uh, some stunt hamsters. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of actors in this movie. It's a very big cast. Catherine lo- Heigl's body double.
0: Yeah, for that sex scene. For there that, was no sex scene. That, oh, okay, for the nude scene through the semi-opaque, mostly opaque. Uh, yeah. Is, they that really
2: another, is that another Mister Skin tagline? <laughs> <Yeah>. Semi
1: opaque <laughs> for a uh, for a movie that is really this is a this is a, a lady movie. Let's be honest. Wait, uh, what? What's a lady movie? Yeah, A movie for ladies. Okay. There's a there's a fair amount of Catherine like High Skin.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, like that was the was, you know that's I think that that's what's supposed to draw the men in. You know, she's uh, she's a there's action. And most of that action is done in tight jeans and uh, low cut top. Um, and so that gets the boyfriend in the seats. Mm-hmm. What about the in the seats? Friends? He's a very large boyfriend. Yeah, multiple <laughs> <Wow>. seats. <laughs> he has to buy a couple. So the, it's really inflated. You You buy the
1: No, you bu- you bring your own seat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's weird.
1: These movie theaters are very. They're trying to cut down on overhead. Yeah, so take those seats
0: home. Then. They've got you know like they've got grease stains on them. They probably have bed bugs in them. I pay for yeah. seat storage. Yeah. No, it's just a bad deal. You should so, not go see a movie in the theater. So, yeah,
1: I don't know why it cost $40 million, okay? But that's what Wikipedia says. Okay. Uh, and it was a big flop, uh, which is strange considering... So we're not going
0: to see two for the money.
1: I don't... Well, that's... The, I think the second one is two for the road or something like okay. that. Two to get ready. Yeah. Like
0: the each... Three to, well, no, it's three to get ready... Go cat go. Oh, okay. But there's 23 don't of them. them no, that no, you're like, thinking thinking go dog go,
1: <laughs> which is the the fifth of the of the right. envelopes. Yeah. Go dog go. Mm-hmm. But each of the it's about titles has that. a dog has a that has a nice
2: hat. <laughs> but when they get to like 23, <laughs> that's is dog it like, When they get to 23, are they like 23 dead bodies or something mm-hmm. like? I mean,
1: I don't know. They might just call it Stephanie Plum number. Ten 23. little
2: Indians. Thank
0: you. <laughs>
1: The 23rd book, Ten Little Indians
0: It's very confusing The numbering system It's it's like a base 12 thing (laughs) Base 12, yeah
1: so, um, and this is a movie that much like cowboy and Indians, cowboy
2: and, cowboys, cowboys, I'm I to see that <laughs> much like Cow- cowboys and Indians who <laughs> thought <laughs>
1: together
2: in, in the, the same, same movie
1: together. Finally, at last, <laughs> much like cowboys, and do aliens, they even exist at the same time? This is another. Uh, this is another movie where the they optioned the source material many years before they actually made the movie. So this was in development for about 13 years in various stages. Yeah. They're probably just waiting for the perfect Katherine Heigl to come along and step into Stephanie Plum's famous shoes Mm -hmm. and do what she does. I
2: wonder what other actresses were attached. Eliza Dushku's... Uh, I don't know who's that one with the face in the Bridget Jones movies. Renee Zellweger. Yeah, she. I, she I would know, that would be a, a weird Stephanie choice Boyden. with the face. <laughs> she's got that weird face. Yeah, she's all red.
1: I don't. I'm not. I mean, I don't know who else was was up for it. But okay. it's. I, this is. I will say this for the movie. It moves pretty fast. Yeah. And it is not. It's dumb, but it's not
0: super painful. You know, it's not. Here are my primary problems with the movie. Oh boy. Uh, oh, man. The, the, direct, the direction is it lacks at best. Like the, the, the... Yeah, well, it's almost non-existent. The director seems to want to plunk someone down in the center of the the screen and maybe have them sit there while they say something. And then they'll cut to another person who's sitting more, like, in the middle of the screen. A little more arty, like off-center? Off yeah, well, shots. occasionally put them to the side of the screen okay. and maybe have someone walking for once. So that was a problem. Um... Uh, and it just, like, there's, as you said, Elliot, people seem to not get that confused by uh, her well, her becoming a, nobody, a bounty hunter. There didn't seem to be anything at stake at any it's point.
1: The danger, and it, because it's a light movie or whatever, but, like, the danger of the fact that she's a bounty hunter never really seemed to feel real. Or, like, the characters knew what they were doing or knew what they were in for. And it made it hard to ki- give, basically give a shit if Katherine Heigl's going to solve this case if her life just seems to be like it's going
0: to be fine whatever. But happens. also like there's a light movie about a bounty hunter who's yeah, It's called Midnight Run. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's a light <laughs> movie about a bounty hunter who's conflicted about what he's going to do uh and it's called Midnight Run. Yeah, and and that case like there's a real sort of sense of stakes like okay, well this person may or may not deserve what they're getting, but I want this money and the conflict of that actually feels like a legitimate uh, push and pull inside a person, like a person who has a moral sort of quandary. Whereas this movie, it's just like,
1: oh, <laughs> let's he's buy the numbers. Handsome, but- I mean, this is about as disposable as a movie gets. Yeah,
2: and it, it feels a little bit like a that you know that that trope of you have the the female character who's kind of stuck in a somewhat dangerous position, and she's got two different possible hunky male love interests that are opposed for whatever reason and uh i don't know where i'm going with it
0: no i mean like you know it's just it's it's, it's not it's not big problems in little china yeah. <laughs> i mean my uh, like sequel yeah. <laughs> my objections tended to come down like on a scene-by-scene basis of just like that's stupid like there's a scene where uh as we discussed Catherine Heigel uh gets handcuffed naked to uh the the uh shower curtain that rod sounds awesome um, yeah, it sounds super sexy, except for it's not. But she's handcuffed naked to the shower curtain rod. Are and you the talking guy leaves. about
2: the shower curtain rod thing again? <laughs> <just> wait, well, <laughs> she really, has to
0: call her friend to r- unlock her from the handcuffs. Whereas anyone who has ever taken a shower knows that you can yank down a shower curtain rod. From the wall. Check out
2: fucking muscles galore. Yeah,
0: look over at here. Samson
1: and Hercules over no, here. No, like
0: I mean, like as you said, Stu, like Catherine Heigl, look, small lady. All she has to do is put her weight this. on <laughs> look, the shower Dan, curtain Dan, rod. Dan, and Dan, it's gonna we're not all down. twin sitters, okay? We all right. can't all
1: just rip shower curtain rods from the wall. Some of us are normal human beings. Possibly right. for muscles. comedic
0: effect, maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe there's a like
1: boing sound effect. Sound <laughs> like know. King
0: Arthur drawing the shower curtain rod from the wall. I understand. that would be a very weird reading of King Arthur. <laughs> But no, like on a, just like on a on a, like a like a micro level, there are things that just don't ring true. Is, well, like the is fact that well, she's Nothing always
2: snacking. True. But how does she keep that rock and mm-hmm. bod? But they bring that up. She oh, says, wait. he
1: says, how, Morelli says, "How do you eat the way you do and look the way you look?" Yeah, mm-hmm. but what and what does she say? I don't remember something.
0: She's she's, she's handcuffed tumble. to a shower okay. Cord okay, rod. a lot, or what's going she on? She says, "I'm a character in a movie, and I don't actually eat like this." <laughs> uh, I, I spit out the thing I was chewing
2: moments after. See chewing. the
1: thing; it seems like you're asking for a little bit more
2: realism, mm-hmm. whereas I would
1: actually want the movie to go the other way. I agree with you. Be a little more exaggerated, a little more fun,
0: and over the top. More, more of like a get shorty.
1: Now, have you ever seen kind of? And the best characters, in the, or the most fun characters in the movie, are like. The drug the the druggy guy who gets killed,
2: the prostitutes, like the very yeah, groovy, they're really over the top characters. Mm-hmm. I have you ever seen Tracy the movie? Morgan's character on, uh, character's wife on Thirty Rock? Well, Sherry Shepard. Yeah, have she you ever seen the Last Action no, Hero? That's funny. Now, if it was a lot more like the Last Action Hero, I would be on board <laughs> with Car- a guy, with a like cartoon a, cat, a guy with <laughs> a, <laughs> a, <laughs> a, guy with a The first thing I was like like... going to say was
1: cartoon cat. <laughs> yeah, we're we're pretty. Simpatic. Anthony Quinn farting in a tar pit. All the things you want, like in Last Action Hero. Oh, man. Death from the Seventh Seal. Yeah, William
2: Sadler. Yeah. (laughs) Actor
1: William Sadler from, from
2: Tales from the Crypt, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, That'd be awesome. It's such right?
1: a literate reference from it, in it, it's so weird to see an action movie where they can take it for granted that <laughs> the audience is at least familiar with the fact that this famous movie has death in it as a character. Well,
0: that is a movie.
1: I mean, like that's a movie that and shows a scene from Laurence Olivier's Hamlet early on. Like that's a movie that. That movie could have been good. It just was handled wrong. Like, well, it- there's some some good moments been. in it. <laughs> I think the whole sequence where they're in the movie is great. Yeah. Where they're actually in the. The la- the action movie, but then all the other stuff is kind of blah I do like when he's in the Tom real world.
2: Noonan's really great. Wait, is that Tom Noonan? In which part? In that movie, isn't he one of the bad guys? I don't. Is he know. the tall bad guy with the bald head?
0: Let's just assume that he is. And just say that Tom, Tom Noonan's, Noonan's always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: he is always good, and he's almost
0: always a tall
1: bad guy. <laughs> it's <laughs> rare that he's playing a short in- saint.
0: <laughs> Sometimes he's a tall good guy, like, like in, in S- the Monster Squad. and yep, in Synecdoche, New York. It's, well, like, he's well, kind of a. It's a weird guy. I would that. call
1: him uh, chaotic neutral. <laughs> <laughs> in go on. New York. <laughs> but uh, this, I think, one for the money would have been better. I, I agree that, like, the those scenes in Last Action here at least like go for broke, and they're not afraid to be to be a, a movie. Wait, we're and,
2: actually saying that it should be more like less actioning.
1: Yeah, I'm what well, you're awesome, okay. your facetious thing. I'm taking that face value. No, I agree. It's awesome. But I think this would have been a funnier or a more fun movie. It was like had a little bit more uh looseness and energy and went uh farther with its jokes and its scenes. It plays it very safe. Like even when the characters bump into each other, they just kind of like oh, you again, well blah 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 like they don't react to each other very much.
2: I think they could have improved it by at somewhere in the development process realized that they should have just turned it into a TV show and gone from there. Because well, it feels it, like it, it should be like, a TV show. It feels like I'm watching a TV show and I just saw the first episode. I'm like, eh.
0: Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll maybe, maybe they'll, they'll figure they'll,
2: this out maybe, later. On. Maybe they'll iron out all the and
0: crap. like episode four. It might you know be something. Yeah, you're right. This does feel like the pilot to a right. to an okay mm-hmm. weekly show like a like a USA show where the, where characters are welcome <laughs> <laughs> or uh, yeah,
2: that that's the thing they say What was the show where the
1: detective woman had a hat?
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Prime Suspect. Prime Suspect. Based yeah. on, based on of course the very good English show Prime but Suspect. But I'm not talking about that. I'm just you saying know, that kind about the of hat show, show. That kind of show.
2: Wait, does the person in Prime Suspect in England she wears a wear hat. a hat? Is no. It? It's Helen Mirren, right?
0: Yeah, Hel- Hel- Helen so She Mirren. doesn't
2: wear a hat. No. <laughs> what the fuck's the show about
0: then? <laughs>
1: It was actually originally called Hat Police.
0: <laughs> hat cop. Hat cop. Um, so, uh, you have the right to remain
2: hatless. <laughs> so it's, How do I get one of those hats? You'll have to ask your lawyer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have the right to a hat. If you do not have a hat, a hat will be assigned to you. <laughs> I think it's this, is, this could have been, so I say, take this movie. Cast somebody else in every role except for Fisher Stevens and uh, Sherry Shepard and ba- and and Barrett and all the other ones. And like, the
2: guy who played uh, the the guy who played Will Arnett and Steve Buscemi's son in yeah. the story of their love together. <laughs> just this is the guy who looks
1: kind of like Steve Buscemi and Will Arnett has son. I like if you took this and made it the one hour pilot to a TV series and then gave that series some time to like get with it. Mm-hmm. Then it, it it like reminds me of what that show Maximum Bob should have been like if it had stayed on for a while, right? Uh, Maybe let Jonathan Frakes direct an episode or two <laughs> Two takes Frakes? Yeah, of course <laughs> yeah. He moves fast and he works quick <laughs> uh, Then I Yeah, it makes a better
0: show than movie Alright uh, I think we're almost alert. there already Great movie I think we're almost there already, <laughs> but we should uh, get onto our final judgments This is a good bad movie, a bad bad movie A movie you kind of like. Stu, what do you say? Oh
2: man um, I, I think it's tough I think I'm going to have to say it's a rare middle ground in Ooh. between two categories. Um, it's not fun enough to be a good bad movie, but I didn't hate it enough to really say it's a bad, bad movie. Um, I guess it's not really good in any way, but it does move fast. Um, I'm gonna and s- oh, and, and I'm, not, I'm not going to remember it forever as something I hated.
1: Yeah. I think I'm going to sit on this fence with Stu that, yeah, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it. But, like, I could see my mom... Passing away an hour and a half on a rainy day, what? watching this, you know, your mom, yeah, uh, the same mom who
0: likes the books. I'm gonna. Yeah. So there's room on this fence, Dan. No, no I'm gonna. It's I'm, a big fence. Three. It's it's like the great fence of China. I'm gonna. I'm basically gonna be with you. I'm gonna say that this is one of the best of the bad bads. Like it it was inoffensive. I kind of enjoyed watching it because I was in the company of you guys, uh, and I'll say this about it too. Like I think Catherine Heigl was miscast. I don't think that she like. Sells herself as being tough in any way, but she is not brittle and unlikable in this movie like she no. normally is. She's much more likable in this than she is in like 27 Dresses. She's much more likable. Like, I, I remember a time when I'm like, oh. I like Catherine Heigl toward the beginning of her career. When she was first coming out, I'm like, oh, she's 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 good at what she does. And uh, but like they should she have... doesn't nag as much <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this one. She never says, Tartanian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, if, but she shows a bit of a, like, a, a comedic flair in this the that ideal I think has been squelched casting, for a while.
1: If they had made this movie, like, 18 years ago with okay. Marissa Tomei in the lead role, like yes. that would have been basically perfect casting. Yeah, I agree. And you would have believed her as someone, one, who is... Tough enough to become a bounty hunter if she had to, but two you believe her as naive enough to not know what to do as a bounty hunter and be in the, and be in crazy situations but Catherine Heigl is just not quite
0: and I, there. And, and also, would've... to have a cousin Vinny. Yeah.
1: yes. Well, no, she doesn't have a cousin Vinny. She's actually
0: engaged to Vinny. If they were cousins, it would be very weird. I
2: totally misunderstood that
0: movie. No, no,
1: no. Ralph That's Macchio is Vinny's cousin, cousin. But
0: she won the award for
1: it. <laughs> not every... No, not she everyone...
0: Had, she won the award for being the best cousin of Vinny.
1: <laughs> not everyone in that movie had the had the title relationship with the character. Wait a minute. Like, for instance, the judge Wait, played by Herman Munster was not Vinny's cousin. <laughs> oh my god and Perry White from the new adventures of Superman so we're gonna watch this again cousin. right mm-hmm. what my my cousin cousin Mike yeah. doesn't uh, after I mean, this episode it's on TBS <laughs> or something right <laughs> the, well they, it is very funny like TBS <laughs> or is that wait what's TNT that knows drama right TNT mm.
0: does know drama and basketball matches
1: and USA as <laughs> <laughs> characters are welcome
0: mm-hmm. okay this has been the basic cable taglines <laughs> podcast <laughs> Uh, IFC, always on, a little off. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Logo shows RuPaul's Drag Race, my favorite show. And I think it's,
1: bra- it's, it, you know, VH1's tagline now is just, it's trending,
2: <laughs> which is horrible. What? That's almost as good as really? Time Warner's tagline, enjoy better. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we like enjoy and we like the word better. Just That's, mash them together. So yeah, let's put them Look, together. I'm Mr. Time Warner. I
0: don't have a lot of time <laughs> or. Just them uh so now it's time for the flophouse moving mailbag yeah my favorite bag. part of the show
1: Letter time it's flop house letter time time for letters to the flop house with Dan and Stu and letters from you flophouse letters. Wow, you didn't that even put yourself one. in your you own song. No, that's well, you're right. Oh, and Ellie, it's here. Hey, who's this guy? <laughs> Ellie at Kalen. Glad you asked. Oh, man, Born in 1981 works. in New York, but so he grew up long. in New Jersey. Went to Milburn High School. Graduated I 1999. Feel like I fell right into his then <laughs> NYU <laughs> for three and a half years. I'm oh, just singing my resume.
0: <laughs> okay, well, uh, this letter is from Bob Mackey. He says I withhold nothing. Wait, oh, Bob wow. Mackie, mm-hmm. the uh, the costume designer. I can only assume he says, "I come to you with shocking news." Mm, make okay. sure, make sure you are sitting or have a reliable fainting mattress by your side. Both, yes, check and check. <laughs> Another don't podcast. Drink, don't do a spit take. Oh, too late! <laughs> <laughs> Another podcast has completely copped your style, and though it may lack the raw sensuality of the flop house, <sighs> I AKA thought you should all know. <laughs> And unfortunately, that podcast is my own. (gasps) Oh, wow. I host 1up.com's old-school video game (laughs) podcast, Retronauts. Which has recently entered its sixth year. In a callow attempt to mix things up, I recently decided to borrow the formula of your very podcast. We have a formula? Of which I have recently become a major fan. Thank you. So far, we've covered Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter, and Resident Evil. And we'll soon wrap things up with Mortal Kombat before we anger the notorious, litigious Stuart Wellington... Wait, what? He has a lot of lawsuits in process right now. I did plug Mainly against Seth Rogen. (laughs) Stop stealing my voice. I did plug your podcast at the beginning of our movie month. That's good, yeah. Very Rogany. And I will do so again during the finale. If your listeners would like to listen in... Just search for Retronauts on the iTunes Music Store. Plus, let me know if you would like to be sister podcast. If you visit the One Up offices, you'll have diplomatic immunity and will be able to murder anyone you want as long as it's with your bare hands. Yeah,
1: until Danny Glover goes. Diplomatic immunity was just revoked. Mm-hmm. And shoots, shoots us. You.
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the money's closed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, please see to it that Stewart is fully hydrated for all your podcasts. He was not the delightful scoundrel I expect him to be on the on the. Uh, Conan the Barbarian podcast. Oh
2: my god, I was drinking Pedialyte. It just didn't work yet. (laughs) Pedialyte takes like a day to
0: work. Uh, So I just just wanted to give a shout out to the Retronauts podcast since they were so kind. Yeah, thanks for giving us a shout out. Glad you enjoy
1: ours. Ours? Hours.
0: Uh, hours. Yes. So, hours. if there's anyone yeah, out there in, who, who don't, enjoys... Don't uh, give that a shout out. <laughs> oh, sorry. If there's a listener to our Flophouse podcast that enjoys retro gaming, I'm sure there would not be anyone in our...
2: Not much of a crossover yeah, there. No, no, our, our
0: demographic is very different.
2: Our listeners are really awesome studs that like to mm-hmm. party hang out with Super babes cool or our babes.
1: Yeah, they might are be babes, too. I'm <laughs> babe on each arm. And uh, they do enjoy tetro gaming, which is gaming based on
0: the later works of Francis Ford Coppola. <laughs> okay, well... Uh, all of my plum jokes in retrospect seem pretty good now. Nope. <laughs> Still bad. So, no, you can tell
2: yourself that. If that gets uh, you through this mailbag faster.
0: This uh, next thanks, letter... Thanks, Mr. Mackey. ...is from David, last name withheld... It's better not me, my Oh, my God. <laughs> he says, I've become troubled by something that only you can help me with. Oh, good. Okay. It's not my brother. Then. I've recently learned that someone I know likes the movie Old Dogs. What can I do in this situation? Has medical science advanced enough that I can cure this condition, or will I have to shut them in my basement for decades until they eventually break free and go on some kinds of old dogs-related rampage? Yeah. Unfortunately, I do not have a castle to lock them up in, or a though I've heard somewhere that's the best way of dealing with freaks. <laughs> no! Thank you for your help in this matter. Oh, and if man. the police turn up, I promise to keep your names out of this. Thanks.
2: Now... I need to ask. We need more is, information. Yeah, is the person who likes old dogs either a really old person... Uh-huh. Or a really young dog. <laughs> or a really young
1: dog. <laughs> or a really young... Per- or like a baby.
2: Yeah, like babies like all kinds
0: of shit if it's flashing in front of their faces. <laughs> yeah. They just like colors and shapes.
1: Yeah, that's what old dogs has in spades. Uh-huh. Colors and shapes. Well, what you were going to say old person or... Or like a
2: baby, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, no, you're baby one step, step ahead person. of me. You. Yeah, you're one step ahead Kaylin. If
1: it's <laughs> that's what they call <laughs> me. The character. nickname that's longer than my name. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, I would if it's a child, that's okay, they'll grow out of it. If it's an old person, there's only one cure and that's death, and they'll get it. Um, but So Elliot's
0: encouraging you to kill them. No, uh, no, Na- he, the cold hand of nature Elliot's will do that for old you. Words kill him.
2: <laughs> no, and you not know what? what I said. And and they'll be judged by whatever gods they hold dear. Anubis yeah. probably. <laughs> or Anubis crom. Takes your, possibly from Anubis takes your your
1: taste in movies and weighs it on a scale against a feather, and if you love old dogs, it's much heavier than the feather, and you're cast into whatever the Egyptian version of hell is. Yeah, but your ka is unsettled. <laughs> I hope that helps. So hopefully you well, I and I, or get a castle and just stick your freak in it.
2: You know, yeah. just stick your freak I in. S- a, s- I'm I'm going to surprise you guys. Stick, don't stick oh. your freak right in there. <laughs>
1: Please don't ever.
2: I'm going to shock everybody and say. I'm going to go with Castle Freak this time, guys. <laughs> okay. You should go and watch Castle Freak. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Yeah, if they
0: like old dogs, show them Castle Freak. That should cure them. <laughs> so, uh, this the next email. is from Heather, last name with health. Locklear. <laughs> it says, congratulations on your 100th podcast. I honestly just found your podcast through the uproar. Over not knowing that Olivia Wilde was the mom in End Time. Well, I guess sure. every any publicity is good publicity. Yeah, yeah. sure.
2: In this case, if We're going wild was.
0: over it. You get it? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I am writing. I am writing that Elliot. 1L, one 1T, one and Dan, Incorrect. Incorrect. in describing a costume of Superman that fits a circle of friends with different body types, didn't notice that you experienced in real life the basic concept of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, <laughs> parts 1 true. and 2. That's
1: true. That's a good point.
0: <laughs> it was the Brotherhood of the Traveling Superman yep. costume. Hoped it would set up a classic <laughs> Flophouse tangent of... The Brotherhood of the Traveling <laughs> Superman Costume. And how the Superman costume helps resolve your various cliched coming-of-age dramas. Hope Olivia Wilde was involved in at least one plot line.
1: Yeah, well, that's when I wore the suit under my clothes to make it look like I had muscles so that Olivia <laughs> Wilde would go out with me. Yeah. Turned out at the end, she just liked my personality. I thought she yeah. was your
2: fucking mom. I, I like... thought that was the, the twist em up right?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the big twist at the end, too. Is she but
2: she still to- goes to prom with hell, yeah. Yeah, why not? She was well, somebody's mom. Yeah. Moms can go to prom. Everybody's somebody. Every prom. There's an O and an M in both of them. Well, there's the Every mom prom, prom is a mom. Wait, what? Wait,
0: what? I don't it know. was this a hillbilly prom.
1: prom, too. There were a lot of guys there with their moms. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> Dan, how did the Superman <laughs> costume help you save your life? Uh, I mean,
0: I, you know. I looked pretty, pretty good. Here, I looked pretty good in it. I no, I,
1: I agree. You look pretty good. And, Stuart, what would you do if you had a Superman costume?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'd probably go into stores and see if they give me free coffee and <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> you may know me as S-Man. You may want to take you a picture see... with me and then I'll sign it.
2: Um, and I'll my be chest. like, no, 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 no bullets, please. I'll die. Wait, I won't die. I mean, don't try. It. It'll bounce off and kill you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Don't try and pull a Houdini on me because I will yeah, surely rupture Yeah, my... because Houdini
1: was shot in the gut. <laughs> While wearing a Superman costume. <laughs> no, this is what I was going <laughs> on a different While thing. While wearing a Superman costume. I was yeah. saying,
0: don't punch me in the stomach because uh i have uh super yeah we didn't let him i have super appendicitis that's true uh so this last (laughs) super appendicitis this last uh oh
1: your yellow (laughs) the the rays from your yellow sun have given me super (laughs) appendicitis (laughs) your yellow appendix uh
0: this is from christian last name that means you have jaundice it's and another lady Mm, (laughs) this lady's night here on the flop house it is Welcome. Welcome. Catherine Heidel, Heather, and Kristen, Bob night. Mackey. Mm-hmm. It says, Hi, floppers. Hello. Said, hey, What's some up? time ago, <laughs> nice stewart is outfit. coming on to a letter. Mm-hmm.
2: You have nice eyes. <laughs>
1: Is that, your, is that your your up line? Go to
2: that's the first page, dude. First page of picking up ladies, Tell compliment their eyeballs. All right, you got really sweet eyeballs. Your and eyes they, aren't bulgy at all. You,
0: and then you <laughs> neg them. You don't by look like a deep one eyeballs. or anything. <laughs> a deep one. You don't have the Innsmouth look. Yeah, you're not. You're not like the last scene of Total Recall. <laughs> anyway, Christian <laughs> says some time ago you put out a call for Flophouse babies, which you defined as children conceived. While listening to the show. Oh my god. Didn't well, ha- that didn't happen. <laughs> I don't think I can meet that requirement, but I can Thank tell god. you that when I awoke to my first labor pains, I was delighted to see my phone automatically downloading episode 94 Dream House. <laughs>
2: oh. I'm sorry.
0: Your witty banter and amusing anecdotes helped me to get through a very long day as I waited for active labor to kick in. At least I imagine your banter was witty and your anecdotes amusing. I can never listen to that episode again, as I will forever associate it with the extreme pain of natural childbirth. Anyway, spoiler alert. I eventually delivered a beautiful baby boy whom I have named after none of you.
1: Oh, you did name for making... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks for making a difficult day a little brighter And congratulations on 100 episodes I
1: am so touched by that story That I am not going to even point out That Dan when he meant to say Child said gave birth to a trial <laughs> And I'm not going to go on a tangent About a woman giving birth to a full
0: court Sometimes when you're talking over me I get so flustered <laughs> That my my mouth won't say He's the words that sweat. I want to say but I'm That glad-
2: one vein on his forehead <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm really
1: glad that we could be there to help you In your time I feel like this was the house version of of the sitcom where a woman is in labor in an elevator, and like Zach Morris is stuck Alf there. Alf does him. it, dude. Well, it we all Alf Zach Alf Morris did
2: it too. We can all <laughs> imagine. Wait, was it? Oh my god! <laughs> the three that of us oh my makes god. a lot of sense.
1: Zach Morris is Alf. Yeah, that, that's the thing.
0: The three of us delivered this baby in an elevator. We both have the same mm-hmm. haircut, I think.
1: Yeah, and uh, and Zach can stop time. Alf from out of outer space. The girl from out of this world's from outer space and can stop time. Hello. Saved so that by the Alf. So
0: you're saying that the that, <laughs> that girl's the child of Alf and Zach Morris? That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, well, we're very happy that the boy was
1: born healthily, and that everyone's okay now, and uh, I, I guess the next the next baby will be a little Danuerteliet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or Alf. Name. You could name it. Or Alf. Alf. Yeah. stands for alien life form. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this is the final segment on the show. This is where we uh, recommend some movies that we actually liked, in contrast to say, one for the money, uh, which which got a which, which got a marginal. Uh, it was like a, that's past. like a, it's like a one and a half star movie. You got a you got a C minus, yeah, on the flop house scale.
1: Yeah. Okay. On the scale where like,
0: Bratz is an A plus,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and ten thousand BC is an F minus minus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think this was a C minus.
2: That that sounds about right. A solid C-minus, though. Yeah, I mean, it got points for having no spear-tooths, but it did have plenty of manics, so C-minus. <laughs> it didn't have any
1: manics. I guess I fell asleep
2: during the scene when Catherine Heigl hunted Re- a man. <laughs> Read between the lines,
0: Elliot. <laughs> so, Elliot, what uh, what movie would you like to recommend? I would like to
1: recommend a movie called The Missouri Breaks. Uh, it is a western from the mid-'70s starring Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando, directed by Arthur Penn. Uh, who you've known from other movies. I'm not going to go into it Little Big Man? Little Big Man, among others, yeah. Bunny and Clyde and all that. Sure. Uh, And it's about uh, Jack Nicholson and Harry Dean Stanton and Randy Quaid are a couple members of a horse thief gang. The
0: horniest Quaid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The craziest Quaid. Uh, They're a horse thief gang, and one of their gang is killed by a rancher, and they decide to get revenge on him by opening a ranch next door and stealing his horses. And... The rancher hires this uh, kind of legendary but very eccentric gunman played by Marlon Brando to stop them. And Marlon Brando basically decides he doesn't really care about stopping them from stealing the horses, but he does want to kill these men. Uh, and it becomes a a hunt. Marlon Brando hunting these people down, and Jack Nicholson has to kind of figure out what's going on and, and stop him. Uh, and it's really good. The acting is really good in it. And this is around the time Marlon Brando really started going nuts with his performances and, like, doing crazy accents, wearing crazy costumes. It's basically, like, this is a couple years before making Apocalypse Now, so he's, like, not super fat, but he's heavier, but he's really good in it, and his eccentricity really works for the character in a way that, if anyone who may have read Blood Red Meridian, the Cormac McCarthy book, the villain in that... Blood Meridian. Oh, sorry, Blood Meridian, not Blood Red Meridian. Yeah, sorry, Blood Meridian. Uh marlon brando reminds me of that character a lot This just kind of evil spirit who is very puckish but there's something sinister about him even when he's like taking a bubble bath uh and it's just a lot of and it's marlon brando you're like oh if only you could have stayed right there on the edge marlon brando you would have had a number of great movies left in you but instead he just kind of toppled over but it's a but it's a very good movie and it's a very uh good west 70s western and you said randy quaid's in it right randy quaid is in it yes and harry dean stanton
0: That is a twofer, friends. That is a a twofer of uh, Mm -hmm. great character actors, and also Jack Nicholson.
1: let's talk about Randy Quaid and Marlon Brando. Like two of the best actors ever in it.
0: Yeah, but I mean they're in a lot of movies. But Randy Quaid and yeah, because Randy Quaid's only been in a handful of films. (laughs) So uh, I would like to recommend. So the
1: Missouri Breaks—that's what that's called. Uh, This is Randy Quaid presents (laughs) the Missouri Breaks, starring Randy Quaid.
0: (laughs) I think my Randy Quaid joint. I think my recommendation is appropriate for a, uh, a week where we talked about one for the money with Catherine Heigl.
1: Your and recommendation <laughs> is one for the money
0: with
2: Catherine Heigl. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, uh, it's fun. Watch it on a plane. For a,
0: <laughs> a movie that has an unconvincing female action lead. I would like to recommend a movie that has a convincing female action lead, which was uh, Aliens, Haywire, oh. which I watched. Uh, the Steven Soderbergh film uh, starting. Starring uh, Gina Carano, or Carano, I don't know how you say it. you got to pronounce it right around her, man. She's Carano. Uh, UFC fighter Gina Carano, who uh, Steven Soderbergh saw, I believe, on a plane uh, doing UFC fighting. He was
1: trying to watch Sherlock Holmes (laughs) 2, per your recommendation. (laughs) Couldn't
0: find it. Punched the UFC button and said, this woman needs to be in a movie.
2: There's a UFC button? (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's right next to the stewardess button. It's where the ashtrays used to be. But uh it's a lot of fun. You know, it's a it's kind of a sister film to uh the Limey. It's it's even like Lim Dobbs, the guy who wrote the Limey, wrote uh Haywire. And it's like the Limey, uh, except for all the significance of the Limey has been removed and it's just a straight ahead sort of action thriller. Uh
2: so if you swap out Terrence Stamp for a badass female MMA yeah. fighter and she just beats a bunch of dudes' asses. Yeah. That's basically the movie. Sounds pretty awesome. Do they use old footage of Terrence Stamp in it? <laughs> they do not. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, um, but they do have like weird. Unfortunately, uh, Ken Loach didn't make too many UFC <laughs> movies. <laughs> it is a Steven Soderbergh movie, so there is weird like uh, out of chronological order editing, and uh, uh, is it David Holmes who does the score? Holmes, uh, like the guy. Did, I think Elliot's right. I don't know. The guy did the score for like Out of Sight. Did the score for? He, this. Did he do the
1: score for Contagion?
0: i don't know that's it's great got that score. it's got that like weird like sort of throwback jazz score oh then i don't think so uh and mm-hmm. it's the sort of steven soderbergh film i like where he's just taking on like a genre movie but making it really fun what's the kind of steven soderbergh film you don't like um
1: jay oh i haven't seen that yet i wanted to see that
0: uh, but this movie is a trim ninety minutes, unlike Che, which is a fat four hours. Yeah, so uh, I enjoyed it. Go see it, Stu. What do you have to say? Uh,
2: I'm going to recommend a movie that is both uh, is my two favorite <laughs> both <things>. freaky <laughs> and takes place in a castle. It's called Invisible Maniac. It's called
0: Freaky Castle Friday. <laughs>
2: Uh this is a movie that's both a found footage movie, which I totally love. Right, dudes. And a, uh, I don't I okay. you don't. No, I'm going to recommend the movie Chronicle, um, okay. which is like a, ma- a mishmash of both the like found footage style of movie and a superhero movie. And for some reason, it manages to work. Um, even a lot, it's a movie where you have a bunch of high, uh, three high school kids, <clears throat> you know, you got one creepy kid who's gonna be Tetsuo later on. You got one kid who's like the cool, nice guy, and then you got, uh, so, like, like... So, Canada. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, one guy who's like, you know, the cool, like, he's like a jock, but you know, he's pretty cool. And he's played by Michael <laughs> Jordan. Uh, not, wait, 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 the, on, the, the basketball, basketball player? Kid? No, the guy who played Wallace in The Wire and was on uh, uh, Friday Night Lights. Not, His name's Michael Jordan. Not pro best. you He should change that name. Not Space Jams.
0: Michael Jordan.
2: <laughs> I, I don't think so. I mean, I'd have to watch Space Jam again. Um, <laughs> not, you, you forgotten who Michael Jordan Not is Michael Jordan. Walking years. on
1: airs, Michael Jordan. Yeah,
2: uh, I don't know what that is. But I think it's maybe. a Sports Illustrated video they okay. put out years ago. So, um,. You got these three dudes. They touch this weird magical geode that's down in a hole somewhere, and then they get, like, superpowers. And they totally – they try and keep it cool for a while, and then they totally start abusing their powers and blowing shit up. Um, now, the thing is that the that whole, like, found footage element actually kind of works for it. The special effects and the powers and everything seem a little more real and a little more um, – and they can let their budget stretch a little farther. So, um, yeah, it's good. So, Chronicle. Chronicle. Of Riddick.
0: The Chronicles of Narnia is what you're recommending.
2: Lego's Bionicles. (laughs) Uh, Never was allowed to buy Bionicles.
0: The Chronic. To the the album, The Chronic is what you're recommending. Yeah, why not? Sure. Chrono Trigger
2: for the Super Nintendo. (laughs) It's a great game. (laughs) (laughs) Do we want to keep going or do we want to sign off? Let me
0: think if I can think Uh, of another one. Chronos, the movie. Uh, Sure. uh,
2: Chronos, the Greek god thing he's a titan i mean he's, a t- he's still a god thing yeah he's a <laughs> titans are god thing Conehead, Coneheads. the movie yeah, no that yep <laughs> uh right. that's i recommend Close that enough. david
1: cone the baseball player <laughs> i don't
2: know that, that coney guy, but... island the island yeah probably a <laughs> no, no, waffle cone best way to eat ice cream <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's better than spun sugar so right. chronicle
0: yes all right. Well, uh, I think that's it, Wait, you guys. Any more? You, you good? No, no I think. I think. Good. You look good. I think our words. That, I think our words that sound like other words. quoted has been met. Oh, okay. exceeded. Yeah. We don't even have to do any next week.
1: Though we will.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> no, house Dad. cat! What are you doing here?
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Well, for the flap house, I've been Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington is there- me. <laughs> <laughs> and there he goes, Elliot Kalen. <laughs> good night, everyone.
1: <laughs>
2: Oh, it's hot. Stuart Wellington is me. Uh oh Rare Uh dude. <laughs> <laughs> nice Al Madrigal impression. Thank you. Owl Madrigal? <laughs> yeah,
1: owl madrigal is uh Al Madrigal's animal friend. <laughs> Ooh. He's dude. a correspondent on the Daily Show. Mm-hmm. Cause owls say who.
2: Okay. I get it. No, I got it. Like the hit
1: band, the Guess Who.
0: Uh, Let's do this shit show.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I was hoping to do a good show today.
0: (laughs) 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 Meow. I'm I'm outvoted two to one. (laughs) Let me drink. You're outvoted meow to one.